0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living For Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So today I have a special guest, and I'm going to introduce her in just a second, but we've been very excited to do this episode, and I really pray that it would bless you out there, Um, especially my homeschooling families that are listening, Um, and even if you're not a homeschooling family, you're going to be super blessed by one of my very favorite all-time guests. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their digital um, and print curriculum and online classes. Right now, you can get a free ebook, Kids Activities and Resources for ages K to 12. They have a lot of other great resources out there. Um, So go check them out, all kinds of curriculum. We've had lots of experience with their curriculum over the years, and I highly, highly recommend Apologia. Okay, let's get started with our guest, special guest. Can you introduce yourself?
1: Hi. (laughs) It's me. It's... It's Grace. It's Grace. If, if you're
0: listening and you don't know who it's Grace is. Oh, I'm her daughter. This is Grace DeBuse, my homeschool graduate. She's my firstborn. She's 19 years old. We homeschooled her all the way from kindergarten to college, and she just completed her first year of college, and this... Um, podcast. I just wanted to bring her on so she could share her experience. I know there's a lot of people out there right now that are thinking about homeschooling because of what's been going on with the pandemic. And I know many people have been thrown into homeschooling, which I'll remind you guys again if you have been um crisis schooling that's not the same as homeschooling homeschooling is really um just such a wonderful lifestyle and way to learn at home if you ever have any questions don't hesitate to reach out but i know that i've had people reach out to me that are thinking about homeschooling after they've sort of been thrown into it this past spring um, or you know just people that are in the middle of it and need a little bit of confirmation or encouragement to keep going. And so I wanted to share our story today because I think it will encourage anyone out there, whether you're a homeschooling family or not, you're going to be encouraged by Grace. Just just by Grace. I should have videoed this because she's so cute right now.
1: I keep forgetting there's no video. Nobody <laughs> can see me.
0: That's what Daddy does. So, okay, you guys have heard Steve on the podcast before, and we always have fun when he's here, but sometimes we video it and sometimes we don't, and we did not choose to video this one just because it's too stressful right now and trying to get all that set up, but... um. Steve always does that. He's, like, making faces. Right now, Grace is doing a little dance, and you won't even be able to see it. But um, anyway, we, d- we. the other thing I need to tell you is we didn't prepare. I had people send questions in uh, through Instagram, but we did not discuss much at all, really, what we were going to talk about, because I really just like to keep it real. The and- truth
1: comes out.
0: <laughs> the tea gets spilled. We're going to spill the tea on homeschooling. You're going to have to bear with me, because Grace is going to bring all her younger Uh, phrases in here you're remembering that my audience is usually my age women Oh. (laughs) anyway so grace is going to share with us all of her journey and what she has to say about homeschooling the good the bad and the ugly and really we didn't we didn't prepare for this because i wanted to just keep it totally real like you're sitting here and listening to grace and i discuss and it's like weird because we've never really sat down and been like so grace what do you think of your homeschooling journey but we're going to do that so for anybody who doesn't know my story um i will link in the show notes there is a old podcast episode called an unlikely homeschooler which i know has encouraged many people over the years because that's really where i share our story of how we were called to homeschool how i did not want to homeschool and how um I sort of took a leap of faith up against many different challenges. And so you can also read my story in my book called Home. Um, that book I share a lot about the calling and how God led us to this journey. And I may as well say it now, the big news. Oh. oh. So I have just written a new homeschooling book. And I, this is... Grace is a little dramatic, so you have to bear with her. And she's drinking her Starbucks drink because I told her she needed to have chutzpah.
1: I have the chutzpah.
0: (laughs) So she's uh, energized. Um, So I've been working on a new homeschooling book. So years ago, I wrote my first homeschooling book, Simply Homeschool. And that was totally just like put it out there because I just thought I would share my little encouraging things that I was learning on the journey. And that became a bestseller on Amazon, which led to me writing Called Home, uh, Finding Joy in Letting God Lead Your Homeschool, and Real Homeschool, Letting Go of the Pinterest Perfect and Instagram Ideal Homeschool. I will link all those also in the show notes. And then this past year, I wrote a devotional for all moms, not just, or all women, not just homeschooling women. Um, But I said after I wrote that book that I was never writing another book and when you say never sometimes god changes the plan so this year um i only got to do one speaking event they were canceled because of the virus and the newest um talk i had though this year was called from kindergarten to college and it was all about our journey from kindergarten to graduating um grace to college And that was so well-received, and I got a lot of feedback after that, and a lot of people were encouraged that you absolutely can homeschool all the way from kindergarten to college, and I promise you they will turn out just fine. I think Grace turned out more than just fine. Um, And so during this time with the pandemic, I just kept going back to thinking about putting that story into a book and so i wrote the first draft and i'm um hoping to get it out before the new school year but i'm totally on the lord's timetable i will go as slow as it takes to make sure it's perfect so um yes that book is called from kindergarten to college building a family not, not-
1: a transcript <laughs>
0: So that's the name of the book, um, and it's all about how we are to focus on building our family. We are, I believe that homeschooling is about so much more than just a piece of paper that defines you. Um, There is so much more to homeschooling than a portfolio and a transcript and an SAT score. Um, You have to stop with the chair because it's going to be really loud on the microphone. (laughs) And so she's, she's in my husband's swivel chair so it's squeaking sorry it's okay so um anyway that book is coming out um hopefully like i said by the beginning of the new school year if you have any questions about homeschooling never hesitate to reach out to me so we started homeschooling grace back when she um, was in entering kindergarten and i share really in depth the whole story in the new book and um, you can hear all about that story and like i said on the unlikely homeschooler episode But uh, I wanted to ask you, Grace, do you even remember when I told you that we were going to be homeschooling?
1: No, I don't. I mean, you
0: were only five.
1: I don't remember. That's a good question.
0: I just thought of that. Like...
1: I actually don't know what my earliest homeschool memory would
0: be. Do you remember our first day when we went outside and we sat in the grass and we had that listening activity? No. Okay. I write about that in the book, too. (laughs) So... I decided to homeschool Grace. She had gone to preschool, and then at our church, we had a, and you have to sit close to the microphone when you talk. Oh. Um, we had gone to preschool, she had gone to preschool, and then I kind of went through this whole tor- turmoil of, you know, I didn't know what to do, and I decided we'd homeschool for one year, and here we are now. Um, but I remember, I don't remember you being opposed to it at all. I mean, you were five, but I do remember everybody said when you were five, you were such a social child. And that it was probably going to be to your detriment that I was going to homeschool you. I remember the very first time I kind of brought it up to you as a joke because I didn't really think I was going to do it. I was sort of like, what do you think about homeschool? And you, I do remember you going, I don't like the idea of that. Or like, I wouldn't want to do that. But then when it was like a serious thing and I was like, you know what? I think we're going to keep you home for the year. You were very agreeable. You were like, okay.
1: I tend to do that. Yeah,
0: she, she, she's uh. Because she can't make decisions. No.
1: (laughs) It's one thing I haven't learned in all my years. Yes,
0: one thing. We'll talk about that. One of Grace's biggest struggles is making decisions. But that has nothing to do with you being homeschooled.
1: I don't think any of the problems ever do.
0: Okay. So let's go back. When you were five years old, you don't remember No. anything really. Okay. Do you even remember all the turmoil? Probably not that we went through because you don't even remember me bringing no. it up.
1: I oh. just have memories of it, I think, because of how much we all talk about it all the time.
0: Right. Okay. So... Anyway, this is all you've ever known is homeschooling because you never went to school other than preschool, which was at our church, which was basically a glorified like Sunday school class or it wasn't really like even it was just a nice, Mm -hmm. comfortable environment. So she has no uh, schooling, traditional schooling experience. Do you feel this is what people have sent to me that you missed out on anything?
1: So I was thinking about because I was thinking about all these questions because I did my research and stuff for for y'all. Make sure you're a little louder. Oh, sorry. I'm just like Daddy. I just, I just <laughs> she's get getting quiet.
0: Just be loud like you would be if you weren't on the podcast. Oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> um. So I was thinking about this and thinking about what if I think I missed out on anything, and I don't think I did miss out on anything because. There wasn't much to miss out on, and if I did miss on, out on something, I don't know any better. So, I'm not really sure what there is to miss out on, except a schooling not centered by God or stuff. I, I think I missed out on stuff, but all the good stuff to miss out on. Okay, so you like? You mean you missed out like things you missed out on?
0: You're glad you missed out on? Yes. Like like
1: the pu- like certain public school school experiences that you've heard about that mm-hmm. I've heard about or whatever. So you're, you're. So I think yes. I think I missed out on stuff, but I think it was all stuff I could do without. Oh, that's a really good answer. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. Well, um,
0: you know, sometimes people say like, "Oh, like, do you ever remember at one time during?" the school because i i do homeschool consulting as you know grace mm-hmm. um and a lot of my clients will say that their kids um they want to go to school cuz they hear from their friends do you ever remember a time where you were like oh i wish like i wish i had a locker i wish i got to go like
1: well i did like pack that pack my backpack to true. go downstairs or oh, was say so i sad. wanted to walk to the corner to feel like it would to walk out but i think that at a younger age that all that stuff like, oh, I want to pack my backpack. I want to walk to the corner and then walk back, which just because of like the school that I saw on TV, right, probably, right. or like the school I saw in movies. So I was thinking that was right. the experience and not actually knowing any better. That's true. Because I do remember
0: I was like, oh my goodness, I look like such a crazy mom right now. There was one day where she packed a bag and she actually pretended to walk to school she's like i just want to know what it feels like because the school was around the corner from our house so i let her walk to the corner to pretend she was walking to school but other than that you don't really feel you you missed out on anything no only things that you're glad you missed out on yes. okay so what were um let's let's just get it over with now because you know i get this question and i address it in a whole entire chapter in the book which i really wish i didn't have to but it's still is the age-old question, and I got this question. Um, people are concerned. I specifically got a question from somebody that wants to homeschool, and their family was concerned about socialization. What about socialization?
1: Homeschoolers never come out of the dark. We sit in our rooms all day, and we have I've never socialized with a human being until my freshman year of college. So your fears are correct. Just kidding. Um, no, I thought about this one, too. Um, no, we're socialized. We have lives. There's things we can do. I feel like I'm probably more socialized than most public schoolers. I would absolutely agree. And, and with all different ages of people. Yeah, and- I think it really, okay, homeschool is going to be what you make of it. At the end of the day, homeschool is what you make of it. So if you have a child who wants to be socialized, as long as you're intentional on finding things for them to do or be involved in, then they'll ha- be socialized it's like with anything you can't as long as you're intentional with it you'll get what you want out of it Mm -hmm. if you go into trying to put in the work for it it's with anything is like that and do you agree is no different i i address
0: this in the book do you agree that you know is it necessarily when people say socialization is the traditional school setting even necessarily good socialization
1: i would assume I mean, it's it's different for everyone. Everyone has their own experience, but it it could be it could not be. I think
0: the point I'm trying to say is whether you're homeschooled or traditional schooled, you could have a problem with socialization
1: could have a problem anyway. I don't think I was socialized. You get out out what you put into it. So if even if you go to public school, you're going to get out what you put into it. So if you're homeschooled and you're intentional about finding things, then you're going to get that socialization out or whatever you're looking for, you're going to get out what you put in so as long as you're putting in the work right and I it's feel the same as if you went to public school though I
0: was a, I was traditionally schooled and I feel like Grace is a bazillion times more mature when she was a teenager and now than I ever was at that age and so when I look at that I think well my socialization experience in traditional school was not Something to be uh, admired And so I look at that and say Again it doesn't mean just because you Homeschool you're going to have a good socialization Experience but it's just what Grace says It's what you as your family put into it And I talk all about that in the new book as well And you know what did we do For Grace Um, she's She's a very social girl, right? Well,
1: you, for the most part, yes. you have a ton
0: of friends. I mean, oh. so let's just dispel that myth that like homeschoolers don't have friends. Like we felt almost sometimes that it was too much socialization when you were here, right? It was like she always had an activity to go to and where we she was really involved and we had gotten really involved in fine arts. How did that affect your homeschooling experience, the fine arts program? Oh,
1: so I was part of a fine arts program for my entire homeschool journey, um, all 13 years. And that had socialization aspects to it to where I had was seeing the same people it's basically a co-op which is for non-homeschoolers it's basically a school your closest thing to a school environment Mm -hmm. that you're gonna get but it was all for fine arts so I was there every Tuesday all day most days and built a lot of friendships through that and then I was on my worship team Mm -hmm. and I when I got into I think it was my junior year I did shows at a community theater so Again, as long as you're intentional about finding things for your kids or yourself to do, you're going to get what you want out of it Mm -hmm. if you put in the work to do it. Like, I intentionally sought out, you know, being more involved on the worship team. I intentionally sought out auditioning for shows in the area, right? Things like that.
0: Yes, that's true. She sought stuff out as she got older. Of course, when she was younger, we enrolled her in things. And as she got older, she did. And You know, to those of you out there who have children that might just naturally be more introverted, because we have some of those as well in our house, that is okay, too. Like, not everybody has to be out every single day and with people all the time that doesn't make good socialization it's really the quality of the socialization not how many days a week you're out and how many activities you're enrolled in and i feel like in our society we feel like busyness equals success and if they're they're enrolled in a lot of things then they're social and that's not necessarily the case so it's really you have to choose good quality socialization and we had a really good core group of friends for you guys growing up and like families that we would get together with often. And we had family nights and all kinds of things like that. So I always, you know, recommend to families when I talk to them, you know, trying to get together with other families as families too. So the parents can hang out, the kids can hang out, and it really builds really good relationships between everybody. All right. So Grace, let's talk about now. So you, you went from kindergarten to college, um, homeschooled. So we did high school. What were your, um, Memories of the high school years. Did, did you feel like you were prepared for college? Now, if you guys know, I've talked about this a little bit. When Grace left for college, I was like, I had a very hard transition and I like crawled up in my bed for a couple of days because it was sad. (laughs) And I also worried so much, like, oh, my goodness, all of a sudden, everyone's going to know now that I really didn't know what I was doing homeschooling. And I failed her because she's going to fail out of college and she won't be able to handle the work. And I would, like, panic. And, you know, all of a sudden I was like, everybody's going to know Karen DeBuse. Finally, it's all out. She failed homeschooling. So tell the truth, did I?
1: No. (laughs) So there was a question, I think, because I was looking at all the questions that people had sent in. And one of them was like. What do you think you needed academically to be prepared mm-hmm, for that college? Was a question. Yeah. Um, I think the whole being academically prepared from homeschool is a myth, actually. I don't think there is a level. I mean, obviously, there's a level of preparedness. You need to take the SAT to get into most colleges, stuff like that, basics. But I don't think going into it that there was anything that was like, oh, I wasn't prepared for this because... College is just like any other level of education as to where when you went from middle school to high school, you needed to know certain basic things, but then high school builds upon it. College is the exact same way. You're learning stuff in high school. College is just building upon what you learned in high school. I didn't have to know anything academically specifically Mm -hmm. when I went to college. I just built upon everything that I had already learned. So I don't think there's anything specific academically. If anything, homeschool helped the transition to college more mm. because i had more life experience and i was more prepared in that sense which i think the learning curve from high school to college is not an academic learning curve it's a social learning curve you're living on your own mm-hmm. it's a different situation so i don't think there's an academic learning curve that homeschool puts you at like a you know bad position for i think you have to just be better with the life learning curve so
0: you felt prepared academically I was actually surprised. Well, see Grace is very independent, very motivated and if you needed to go to the tutoring center or whatever, you would go and get help and you 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 became when you were on your own, you became very, really organized with like I think like your schedule, your color codes and She has a very busy schedule at school, and she I'll just get this out there. I'll brag on her. She did excellently academically this year. She got all wonderful grades, and she held more than 19 credits because some of them count as zero, even Mm -hmm. though they're classes. So hour-wise, she probably had at least 21 hours of things, um, even if she didn't get credit for all of them. So she had a packed schedule. And, um, you know, I was really, really Uh, grateful that she was able to handle all that work but on the other hand too there's a huge shift like you said all of a sudden you were like and we never expected for you to go away to college Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you were living on your own um, and I was actually, she would text me or call me and tell me like things she, oh, I set up this meeting and I did that. And I'm like, what? Like, honestly, things that I as an adult am like nervous to do. She was just handling like a champ. So do you feel that homeschooling like prepared you to just interact with different people or that was nothing to do with it? It's just who you are.
1: Uh, I think homeschool has part of it. But again, it it's going to be different for every person. So You might have a kid who's not social or not necessarily social, more introverted or whatever, and they may need something else or some kid may be super extroverted but needs time management better. Mm. So, I don't think, I think homeschool can prepare is the best preparation Mm. because it's so tailored to what everybody needs. I think that's the best part about homeschool is the fact that you can tailor it to whatever you need most to learn so if you're struggling in one area you can learn that better than in school where everyone's learning the exact same thing like you don't learn enough life skills in school to be able to suddenly shift to college and i think that public schoolers or private schoolers may have almost more problems shifting Mm. into the lifestyle of college just because they haven't had that life preparation as much as when you're in homeschool you can tailor your schedule you can learn more. Things through different experiences, et cetera, et cetera. Right.
0: I talk about this in an entire chapter in the new book, too, as well. Uh, real life learning and life skills and all of that. And one thing that I think um, helped in her high school years, I literally gave you the schedule and was like, here's what you need to do for the week. And you just got it done by Friday. I remember in the beginning, you and you were working, she was working in our church's preschool after school program smack in the middle of the day. And so she had to adjust her schooling schedule to get things done. Or you would travel with me sometimes um, to the conventions when I would speak. And it would be like, here, this is your schedule, you just need to get this amount of work done. And you would kind of like cram it all in one day if you had to or spread it out because you were busy in high school with all kinds of activities. So I always think that that really did help you to because that's how it is in college
1: yeah college is not and that's the other thing college isn't anything like public high school college isn't like private high school college isn't like homeschool it's Its i think it's kind of its own thing your class schedule is never going to be like it was in high school if you went to public school you're not there eight to three you know classes back to back whatever and it's not like homeschool where sometimes people's homeschool schedules everybody's look homeschool schedule looks different so call you can't there's no right way to prepare for it. There's just different things you sh- should be prepared mm-hmm. for it. And I think homeschool did that in a sense of I was more prepared for it in the life sense. And I don't think there's like a huge academic curve.
0: Yeah. And you had a, you had really good time management skills. And one of the things I mean, I don't mean to brag on her, but I will. When she was the summer before she left for school, they asked her at our church to be the um, day camp. Uh, Well, she volunteered, and they said yes. Mm -hmm. So she ended up being the youngest day camp director at our church. And it's not just a VBS. It's a full-day day camp of 100 kids, 40 volunteers. And she took on the entire thing. and i'm telling you the amount of time she put in and being there like she would literally leave like 6 a.m get home at six at night and the weeks prep you know months of preparation um and to see her oversee this entire program was just mind-blowing at her age and i attribute a lot of that like i said to a lot of the just real life the fact that in homeschool people always say to me well how will they learn to live in the real world and i'm like that she learns by living in the real world every single day, right? You witnessed, like, daddy runs his own company and, you know... Yeah, I don't
1: think you learn to live in the real world when you're sitting at a desk from 9 to with 3 With only the day. same
0: people your age. That's the other thing. You had friends of all different ages, all different... You know, it wasn't just your grade.
1: Which was really helpful because when you get to college, you have to email professors, you have to go set up meetings, you have to talk with advisors, you have to do all this stuff, or you have to talk with people in your classes, et cetera. Et cetera. So... So life skills are more important than academic skills for college. Well, so that's as long as you're training. as long as you're doing, you know, what you're supposed to be doing at your grade level, you'll be fine. And that's a big part of what
0: I'm um, speaking about in this book is the life skills and really building on, you know, preparing for life and not a test. And um I believe me, I don't think I did this perfectly at all. I attribute all of this to God because there's no way that anybody like me had any business homeschooling and here we are. Um, But I really believe that because we always focused on character and family and life skills and, you know, academics was important, but it wasn't our, you know, main goal was like you have to achieve all this this and that like it was always what did I say to you junior year do you remember when you didn't know what you wanted to do with college what was our my biggest advice we're just gonna do what Follow God. Right. I said, we're going to pray about it. There came a point, I tell this whole story in the book as well, but we won't get into it now, but there came a point where she was a junior and we really had no idea what she was going to do. And it had nothing to do with her going away to college ever. And um, we just were at this point where I said to her, look, and I did this in my own heart. I really let go of any expectations of what I thought she should do and was just like, We're going to follow God. He is the reason we're here in the first place. I followed him when she was five years old, and I'm going to keep following him. He's not going to let me down now. So at junior year, I just said, We're going to follow God. Wherever he wants you, if he wants you at a public university, if he wants you around the world, wherever he wants you is where I want you. And after that, and we just really prayed and we kind of took the, you know, we just like backed off a little bit of trying to figure it out and kind of just said we're just going to pray Um, and he eventually changed the plan and do you want to you don't have to say where you go to college if you but I I don't know if you care Um, but do you want to tell them where you have been for the past year
1: so I have been in Lancaster Pennsylvania at Lancaster Bible College I just finished my freshman year and I am studying as a musical theater major with a double major in biblical studies.
0: Isn't that a wonderful combination, right? <laughs>
1: musical theater and biblical studies. But if you guys
0: know she's really close to the Sight and Sound Theaters, um if you guys know what that is. And so they teach at the college really that and this is what we always taught her at home that you will use your gifts, which we she really has passion and desire for musical theater and the arts that you will use those god-given gifts and desires and passions and talents to glorify god and that was one of the things we loved about the school have you found that that's what the school is that's what they're focused on yeah
1: yeah it's really biblically focused in all of their programs across the board
0: so how have you enjoyed your first year of college
1: i have loved my first year of college more than i could ever have expected right fantastic time it was not what i expected because i didn't have any expectations i had no idea what i was getting into she didn't want to go away i didn't want to go away and i don't think i i think even after i accepted that i wanted to go and said that like confirmed that i was going to go there I still was like, oh, I'm going. What have I I, gotten myself into? I never really processed it. It just all kind of happened. I was just like, okay, God's telling me I should go here. I'm going to go here. I don't think I still want to go here. I do want to go here, but you know, my brain is still like, oh, you're going to be moving now in like six months. So that was all crazy. But so I had no expectations going into it. I had no idea what I was getting myself into and here we are and we made it
0: and just like the beginning of the homeschooling journey where i had no idea what i was getting myself into we have seen god abundantly abundantly uh lead us provide for us show us that his way is the best way um the verse we chose when you were going to be a senior was about uh his plans and he really established those plans we said we're just gonna um let god establish those plans and so how In the first year, what have you learned spiritually? What have you seen? I I would say, I mean, I think there was a huge growth for me spiritually, junior year until you went to college. And once you've been at college to see like, oh my goodness, I just need to step back and let God like lead us because I was also hesitant to, even though I wanted you to go there, I thought it was a great school, to send you away was never one of the options I thought I was going to be doing. But every time, you know, things like anything in my life now I, that I get nervous about or worry about, I just, I l- will look back and be like, look what God has done. Like, we just kind of listen to Him and follow Him. So, for me, it grew me as a mom spiritually in that my faith has just exploded when I see that God, His plan, like His plans are always better than ours. Why would I even want my plans? Right. So, mm-hmm. that's what I learned. What about you?
1: I think first of all, that I have grown spiritually in that aspect. I think the biggest growth happened probably from senior year all the way till now. I think mm-hmm. that's when I saw the biggest shift. You say junior year. I say,
0: well, I just mean the time where we started to like let yeah. go and try to really follow his plan. The
1: thing was until I decided that I was going to go to LBC, I thought I had my own plans and yeah. that was the problem. Mm-hmm. I was very fixated on my own plans. And I think that's the biggest thing that I have learned is that Everything is as God has planned, so that it doesn't matter what my plans are, and that's been a theme that keeps popping up. I know that um, we, did, our school did Ruth, Sight and Sound's production of Ruth, in the winter. We were the first college to get to, or any place to get to do a Sight and Sound show outside of it. And it was amazing. And every day we would start with a devotional and the guy that did the devotional every day, he was one of the students in the cast. He would lead our devotional because he was a pastoral ministry major. And we were going through the book of Ruth. How fitting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we would go through the book of Ruth. And the one day he said, he said, he was saying all these trials that Ruth had went through, Naomi had went through all these things. And he said, after every single one, as God planned. Mm. And that's when I was like,
0: Oh. I love that. I got it. I
1: love that. I got it. It was like, oh, Naomi's husband died as God planned. Ruth found Boaz as God planned. Like it that. didn't matter what it was. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned since senior year to now is that everything goes As God planned, it doesn't matter what our plans are.
0: Right. And so you really have to submit and surrender and say that, like, you really have to have that inner peace about that. Because I think so many times I would be like, yeah, I I want what God wants. But then I was always like, no, I really want what I want. I'm going to pray what I want. And that junior year when I, I remember clear as day when you texted me and you said you wanted to go to the local school, the local university. And I was like, I looked, I was actually at a homeschool convention, had literally just spoke to a room full of people about this. So I said to daddy at that time, I said, well, I got to practice what I preach. I literally just told parents, you got to follow God. So if this is what God is leading her to do, then I I literally was fine with it. It wasn't one of those times where I'm just like saying it. I was fine with it because it's just like you said, you have to trust that it will be as God planned, you know, and so that was huge. And then to see how it all unfolded, because then we literally watched God direct her steps, we literally watched God, like, change the plan, right before our eyes, like little things just kept happening. And then all of a sudden, the plan changed. And now that you're, you have one year under your belt, and I look back at the amazing year you had, it's as God. I love that. I love that. So how do you feel that homeschooling helped you also to grow spiritually? Did it? Didn't it? You can be honest.
1: No, I think it did. I mean, you can't really get a better experience than if you're, you're like, when you're homeschooled, you get to choose what your education is dictated by. So our education is dictated solely from the word of God, as in it is based in that it is founded on that. At public school, you're not going to get that. So Mm -hmm. there's, you can only grow more if you're, you know, if your education is based through the word of God. So, yeah, I think so. And I mean, I don't think it changed drastically just because, you know, you grow up in a Christian home. Right. It doesn't, it's not like it changed drastically, but I think it definitely- was more improved than it would have been at a public school and
0: aside from academics being biblically based because you know this is not to say that somebody who goes to public school that is not that's between you and god this is definitely not i always say this to people i believe in homeschooling i believe in teaching the bible and this is my conviction from god and do i think everybody would do great doing it yes but i am not god to tell somebody else what to do um but aside from academically being able to, cause there was one year where, and I have that whole e-course about this, where we use the Bible as our main textbook, aside from weaving the Bible into all our academics, um, Just the fact that and this is what I talk about in the book coming up is, um, you know, growing our family and building our family on the firm foundation of Jesus. And it wasn't just something we did like, oh, we're going to do our Bible time. It was hopefully something that we were living out. And believe me, our family did not live it out perfectly. We had ups and downs, but that's also part of. God's plan mm-hmm. because he's grown us and he's helped us move forward. You know, sometimes you go back, other times you go forward. We had lots of screaming matches when we were little, lots of times that we things didn't look so godly around here. I you know, I'm the first to admit it. But God has grown us and we always went back to, you know, keeping that firm foundation on the word of God and on living out what we were learning in the Bible. And so it wasn't just part of academics. Hopefully it was, you know, we tried to teach you from all the life experiences that we went through, like the year daddy lost his job. Like I remember you guys were little, little kids and you would see the spiritual lessons that were like happening in our lives and how God was providing. And, you know, it's just when you're homeschooled, You're immersed in life. And this is what I try to talk about all the time and and coming up in the book. You're immersed in life. So you are really getting a full education of the year that we moved. You guys knew more about mortgages and home inspections and uh, (laughs) all kinds of things when we were like going through ups and downs of moving and attorney reviews and all this stuff. And the kids were right there along with us through the whole process. So I don't think sometimes you realize how much You actually, like, you knew more at the age of 18 than I ever did because... You know, there's just this immersion in real life. You know, I talk about in my book, The Funny Story, we went grocery shopping one year when you guys were little and um, the local school was over there. I don't, you probably don't remember this. And they were doing like a field trip of like pretend grocery shopping. And one of the moms that I knew from church was there and she came up to me and she's like, oh, are you guys doing what the school is doing? Like the pretend grocery, they had like a pretend budget and pretend meal planning. I was like, no, we're just grocery shopping. Like, that's how we learn. (laughs) just have the kids tag along and you know so there's so many things that I feel like homeschooling teaches apart from books right Mm -hmm. that it really prepares you for life all right so um let me see what is the most stressful thing about college
1: I was thinking about this because I saw this question that said what's the most stressful thing and what's the most encouraging yes and I saw this question and I was trying to think and looking back on the year, I'm like, "Oh, it was so wonderful. Like, look at all these good memories." And I was trying to think, "What was the most stressful thing?" And looking back, it's all, you know, hindsight's 2020, 20, and I look back and I'm like, "Look at all the fun I had. What stressful memories?" Though I do know that there were definitely nights when me and my friend would sit in her room and just break down because of the oh, amount of homework we had my to baby do, girl. or something you like did. that. You did. You should have
0: texted your mommy. Well, you
1: know. <laughs> or we were just exhausted. Yeah. Like well, you had a really busy schedule. Like Ruth, rehearsals. There were definitely moments where we we're like, we're gonna go get ice cream and cry tonight because we have rehearsal the next morning they and had then rehearsal classes from
0: nine a.m. till 9 p.m. and then when that was during their Christmas break and then when the kids came back for classes they had classes all day and then practice from 6 to 10 and then she got sick and she had to go to the urgent care by herself and you know when you get a call when your daughter's away at school and you're an anxious mom as it is and you get a call that's like I'm on my way to urgent care but don't worry but I'm having trouble breathing I'm like (sighs) what so she was sick that was so hard for me but she handled herself like a champ her friend's went with her cuz you went twice. Um did all the grown-up stuff. You told me you were adulting, got the medicine, mm-hmm. went back when you weren't feeling better, right? You made so many decisions this year and you did so many things that like I don't think you even realize that they're really huge and you handled that schedule. So crying in the dorm room, I mean, you had every right. You were t- yeah. you had a busy schedule.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The most str- I mean, the most stressful thing I don't think there's like a most stressful thing, I think you have all the normal stresses like a homework deadline or I think I guess encompassing it all is like the most stressful thing is just figuring out how you're gonna manage at least for me it was managing all the time because of how busy my major is and stuff it was like how am I gonna manage this time how am I gonna get voice practice in tonight or whatever I think so but you know there's no big big stressor it's like everyone's going to have a stressor. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have different things that stress them out for a period of time, and then it's, you know.
0: Did you ever get homesick? You can say no. I won't be offended.
1: I did right before fall break. Aww. I was ready to come home you fall were? break. You were? See, when she left, I was like, she's never going to come back. And she's going to get over there and realize much. like she doesn't want to come back. Well, <laughs> well, well you didn't want to come back? No, I didn't want to come back. For fall break, I definitely remember being like, very excited to come back and have a break because
0: well you were just tired
1: yeah so i was was excited for that
0: I'm going to miss you when you oh. go again. Now, now that she's been home because of the pandemic, uh, I've gotten a little spoiled having her here. Although I will tell you how much easier it will be that when she goes because I know where she's going and I know that it's a good place and I know how happy she is and I know that it's as God mm-hmm. planned. That's going to be my new expression. I hope you realize you mm-hmm. gave me this now. Um, let me think. Were there any other questions that you saw that I'm missing? What was the most, so that was the stressful thing, and then uh, what was the most encouraging? encouraging? And get close to the microphone.
1: Um, again, because there's a lot of stressful things, there's also a lot of encouraging things, and so there was just a lot of encouraging things of, you know, God, seeing how God works stuff out, most encouraging, there wasn't, like, one big, oh, this was the most encouraging thing that happened, there was just, like, a bunch of, you know, little things throughout that you're like, oh, that's really good, that's great. God is good. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. But just like the stressful thing, there's always going to be right. peaks and valleys and stuff, you
0: know? Yes, that's very true. So, in conclusion, overall, are you glad that you were homeschooled? Yes. You don't have uh, any like, oh, I wish I, like when you met people at college and they were uh, traditional schooled, were you, you like, oh, that sounds like. like... You, people would
1: be like, you're homeschooled. you I didn't, you didn't like, you didn't seem homeschooled. Why? I what do think they seem like? I'm like, this is the stereotypes <laughs> that we're creating. they're like You don't seem like a homeschooler. So dispel like, the
0: stereotypes right now for people that are listening, who are on the fence and they're like, ah, that's not for me. Because if you're listening and you're on the fence, it wasn't for me either. And now I'm like the biggest proponent and advocate advocate for homeschooling we're
1: normal. We're not weird. We're not you know we're pretty
0: normal people. You know, it's just like she said, if you're intentional intentional about everything you do, right? You're intentional about who they're hanging out with. You're intentional about building a firm foundation on God. You're intentional about building a family. You're intentional about also keeping up with academics. You know, I'm not saying you don't do academics at all, but I always say this. If you're following God, I believe the academics fall into place. It's when people put the academics first and they're like, we have to do, you know, get all the uh, GPA and the transcript and the SAT and have all the extracurriculars and then we'll worry about God later. Then it all falls apart. When you're really focusing on God, I believe if he wants your child in Harvard, then that's where he's gonna lead you. And he's gonna lead your child to like excel academically and they're going to want to do well because they want to please God and it all falls into place but you absolutely have to follow God and if you're on the fence about homeschooling or you're in the middle of homeschooling right now and you're like I don't know if I can do this anymore or I don't know if I could do high school because everybody says that to me I want you to know that it's all about what God can do it is not about what you can do it's not about what your kids can do if God wants you to do it then that is exactly where you will end up. It'll be as he planned, my Mm -hmm. new favorite expression. Um, And we saw that in our journey. There was, I don't know if you remember, but there was a time where I went and looked at the local uh, Christian school. um, And, you know, I just thought, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to ruin her. I'm messing it up. I mean, she was in first grade, and I thought I was already ruining things. And thankfully, when I was there and I looked around the school, I just knew deep down, like, nope, this is not as God plans this is not what we're supposed to do but you have to always always listen for his voice and you won't be able to discern and hear his voice if you're not spending time with him if you're not in the word if you're not praying if you're only going to him when you you know have a crisis and you need something that's not going to help you to discern being able to discern God's leading means every single day. You're spending time in the Word. You're spending time getting to know Him. You're you're communicating with God. And then you will know when He is leading you. And then you will have that, um, that Spirit leading you. And you won't be questioning, is this what I should do? So if you're on the fence about it or you're in the middle of it and you're like, I don't know if I can do it, I'm telling you, you can't do it. But God can. And that's exactly what He did for us. I was the least likely ever to homeschool and uh, up against many Challenges early on, never in a million bazillion years would I have dreamed up the life that God has blessed us with. I'm gonna cry. Uh, (laughs) And to sit here and to record a podcast and to look at my daughter that was a little five year old, cutie little thing, and to sit here and now she's a young woman and to see all that God has done on our journey is beyond anything. So I give all glory to him in this podcast because this is not about me, it's not even about grace. It's all about what he has done and I can't wait to see what he continues to do in our life. Do you have any closing words? This is your last closing time. words This is your last time to dispel any myths of homeschooling, to share um, any encouragement.
1: Take the homeschooling and use it to your advantage. There's just cuz I have these experiences doesn't mean someone else is going to have right. these experiences. Use your time in homeschool to figure out what your kid wants, what your kid is like, how they learn. Figuring out how you learn. Being able to use homeschool as a tool to figure out how you learn best. How Like, even academically, how do I write notes best? How do mm. I do this best? Or how do I react in a situation like this? Figure out your kids. Take this time to let your kids figure themselves out. Yes, absolutely. And then they'll be fine. Absolutely. Because that's the best thing about homeschool. It's flexible. It's to whatever they need the most. So figure out what they need. Figure out how they do life best. Right. And then let them do it.
0: And that's what we tried to do. Like, there was a time where you were at 13 years old, really interested in photography, and we were letting you do that all the time. And then, you know it's okay to let them explore and then it might change. Then you started to really get into music and theater and drama and singing and, you know, all of that. And so you're, things change, and then you join the worship team, and we always encourage them in their um, passions, and that's the beautiful thing about homeschooling. Um, you know, I had John on my podcast several weeks back where he's 15 and started his own small business. You can all link to that one as well in here, and, um, you know, you can let your child, and he learns like a bazillion times differently than grace, and so you can let your child really explore life and explore their interests and that is more educational than just completing the math book for that year right and Mm -hmm. so you can really let them um explore and let them be who god intended them to be and that's the beautiful thing about homeschooling anything else is that are you good yeah Oh, my goodness. Thank you for being on my podcast. Yeah. So, so um, let me see. Before we go, let me just remind you guys the Simply Living for Him devotional is still available on Amazon. Uh, many people have written me that especially during this time, it has been really helping them, and that's been an encouragement to me, so I will link that as well. The Simply Living for Him online community has almost 700 members. Wow. And we're going through a Bible study right now um, on Worry on Matthew six twenty-five to 34. Um, it's just amazing. We have a scripture writing group. We're writing out the book of Philippians together. We have a scripture memorization group. We're memorizing three Psalms for the month of June. And we just have amazing discussion in there, fellowship. There is literally... No drama, no negativity like you can find often online. It's just because we keep it very focused on God. We're there to learn about the Bible, to encourage each other, to share prayer requests and all those kinds of things. So I'd encourage you to join at simplylivingforhim.com community. It is completely free. And also, like I said, my new book, You Can Pray For Me, I'll be working on it for the rest of this summer, uh, Homeschooling from Kindergarten to College building a family and not, a tra- not just a transcript. So um, we're laughing because I've said that title in my house many, many, many times. So anyway, I thank you, Grace, for being on the podcast. And um, thank you all for listening. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.